0: Hey guys,
1: welcome to a dram of diving this week. We are discussing calling dives, uh, dives that should have been called stories about those stories that, uh, dives we might've called that it was a damn good thing we did. Uh, as always, uh, we appreciate everything you guys are doing and watching, watching and helping us out. Uh, the hooded sweatshirts that everybody's been buying are here. There's a stack of them. we posted on uh, Facebook. We are shipping them all out. They're going out there. Uh, they are running out though, and we are not reprinting them just so you know, uh, but the glassware is still available glassware will always be available uh cheers on that thank you for purchasing so many of those and we'd love it if you uh joined us on patreon we are planning on developing a podcast out of this also so that you guys can grab it uh offline and we have the youtube channel where you can follow us all so uh we are going to have some people join us back and forth and in but right now uh we are going to be joined by ross and john uh to kind of tell us some stories And to develop the chat uh, and welcome Ross and John. Hey, Ross. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, John. Not good. So uh, let's, uh, just because we got to go through this pretty much every time, just a quick little synopsis of your background, Mr. Ross.
2: I, uh, I'm a Northeast guy. Uh, I dive a Revo. This will be my second year uh, on Revo. I do a lot of diving uh, on the Independence too with Dan Bartone. And, uh... Quite a bit of diving down in Florida. I've been to the Great Lakes last year as well. So lots of uh, lots of stuff recently.
1: Nice. All right, John, give us a quick rundown.
2: Uh, I'm a
3: cave diver on open circuit. On CCR, I dive a Meg. Uh, just qualified at the uh, Normoxic level. Been on the CCR for about uh, four years. And also a Patty MSDT. Nice. Very nice. Well, we'll give you a little cheers to everybody.
1: Thanks for joining us. I know Ross already had a drink, so
3: cheers yeah, bro. I'm, I'm working on it cheers
2: Am mm-hmm.
1: my uh there, there it
2: is yes i love it very nice
1: all right so we are discussing dives that we <laughs> called or should have called lots of different things and we've had a couple we talked about this previously um one of the things i want to talk about really quick i'm going to add this into stream and, and throw us on the side here is uh there's a blog article. I posted a link up here. Why is it so hard to thumb a dive or end something you've committed to? And a lot of these themes that are coming from this, uh, this is Gareth Locke's human factor stuff. And if you haven't done it, I highly suggest it. Uh, I get no, it's the full disclosure. I'm not involved in it in any way, shape or form I just use it like crazy for training. Cause it's such good material. Uh, but this is a great little blog to read about why, uh, why it is so hard to thumb a dive. There's lots of other things. I was talking to Gareth, uh, of this afternoon this evening for him uh, about this this topic and uh, he's just in a different time zone and doing a bunch of different other stuff but a uh, great little blog there I post a link in the comments so you can go ahead and jump on there uh, I would read it and and see where you might fall into why you aren't calling the dives that you should call uh, and we're gonna give some examples and everyone's learning on this so since everybody's learning on this thing uh, all of our experiences bring us to a different level and make us hopefully smarter and hopefully smarter uh, and make it so that we call dives a little bit earlier next time. And we encourage people to, uh, to call dives they're uncomfortable for and, and to notice the symbols a little bit earlier. Uh, so, Ross, your story is fairly long, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and get into your story. And while, while you're chatting and talking about that, I'm going to try to find your pictures <laughs> to throw them up there for everybody.
0: It's, it, it doesn't have to be that long. Oh, um, it's, it's good,
1: though. It is. It is it. a
2: good story. Um, we were I was in Florida uh, recently doing a week of diving. So we, you know, we all load up in the bus and we drive down. The, sorry, Mobile Command Center. Uh, Scott's watching. We drive down to Florida. Uh day one in Florida, we do two dives. Day one, we're loading uh we were using doubles for bank tanks. So I'm loading, we we just got them filled or topped off our drive gas tanks. We're loading them back in the bus. I I put a set against the wall, I shake it okay. I turn to get another set of tanks, and they fell over, and that uh you know the din valve on that tank just melon balled my foot and took a big giant chunk out of my foot. It's pretty gross i look like frankenstein or something it's it's disgusting um so day one right i'm down there for a week day one that happens um so you know get to the urgent care they get some stuff out of it and clean it up a little um oh it might be broken go to the hospital so we go to the hospital um you know doctor said they do x-ray it's not broken i said okay can i dive Whoa! i said oh, no no you know i'm diving dry and it'll be fine uh, doctors low. oh okay so medically cleared to dive, right? You convince them to medically clear you well, to dive. I you mean, are they not didn't medically clear I to dive. Wasn't. You
1: convinced they, them. I, you I said, I, based on your medical expertise, I'm telling you I can dive.
2: Exactly. Yes. All um, right. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> I, I did. Let's <laughs> just That's exactly what I did. Um, I mean, if I was diving wet, it would have been a no brainer, right? And, that, and that'll come back later. But if I was diving wet, I mean, God knows what to get in there, and that would be a bad day um but i'm like you know what i'm diving dry um it's easy diving until it's not of course Mm -hmm. um so you know screw it so well we'll see how i feel i did we'll see how i feel in the morning approach so i took a morning off and uh the afternoon dive i said the heck with it let's go so i did a week of uh let's just say deep diving um with that um which you know uh the diving was easy. So I was fooling myself, right. They were, everything went as planned. Um, you know, we're doing live boating down there and lots of current. So you're hanging on a bag. You're not working hard at any, at any particular point. Um, so I was kind of, you know, uh, encouraging myself to do, to do more because again, Oh, that was easy. I can, I can do this. I can do that. Um, till last day, right. Last day I'm down there and this was murder, by the way, every night I'm going to bed early, every night I'm icing this thing down. Um, you know, it's, it's bad. So, uh, yeah, me on the dive boat. Yeah. <laughs> that's After, you, uh, to
1: clarify, that's him on a dive boat with the bandage around that ma- massive melon ball <laughs> <that's> <laughs> section out of his leg. Okay. that's it. And that's, that's pretty it. swollen right there too. Yeah.
2: Oh God. Yeah. And it kept getting worse. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, you don't stay off it. It doesn't get better. Yeah. Um, so last day, and this is where I kind of, the light went off. um, um I got to swim a little bit of ways to the boat, and uh, I get to the boat. I grab the ladder, and my and my dive buddy Nate goes to try to help me. Right, try to be a good dive buddy, goes to get my fin off. Well, just not thinking, he grabs my leg, literally like pokes his finger through the dry suit, like directly into that sucker. So now I let go of the ladder. I think I'm throwing my right fin now. now. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm pissed off. So the dive master jumps in, gets my fin, grabs a hold of me, I pulls myself in. Not a, a huge thing in the end of the world, you know, at the end of the day, but, you know, I think I started thinking at that point, well, the dive goes well, it goes according to plan. It's not hard. Like never, you know, it shouldn't be. Right. Um, but, oh, you, you, know, you never
1: need backup gas until you need backup gas either. Right.
2: Was they I in a position it. to help somebody else if they needed it? Nope. Uh-huh. Um, it could have been a real problem uh, getting back on the boat. I mean, it worked out, but it could have been, you know, a real concern. Um, and again, I got, you know, I got back on the boat. Um, the real honest to god thing in my mind with that was if I suited flooded. God only knows what kind of infection I could have got from that mm-hmm. nasty stuff. that's that what I was going to say earlier on that. that.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, thank God you're not driving wet. You're diving dry until it floods. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that was probably the real risk that was totally, completely unnecessary. Um, was was that one that would have had serious health consequences? Um, you know, as it is, I just you know half my foot's numb. Um, but uh, <laughs> I could have, uh-huh. you know, God knows, I could have lost it if uh, yep. if that would have got infected. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. You know, it's. Um, Again, at the time, oh no, big deal. I'm down here for a week. Why? Why am I? Of course, I'm going to dive. You know, it's not broke. I'm not going to make it worse. Right. Um, but not in a position, you know, uh, to come to help somebody else if they needed it. Uh, you know, it, it could have gone. It could have gone. Yeah. You know, and sideways. <laughs>
1: We're, we'll come full circle to, to that in a minute, but
2: um, and why? But this is uh, <laughs> this
1: is your yeah, body's telling the, you
2: <laughs> telling you to get in, huh? This was this was my actually it was Scott Smith and he uh, he's actually like oh man that sucks you can't dive all weekend I'm like what are you talking about.
3: so So
1: quite literally as i'm clicking that scott just messaged me is like better pick up ross that day and it's the exact same one it's just a separate message he just sent it to me we already had it scott (laughs) that is amazing yeah
2: (laughs) so you know it was funny it was you know maybe it was sort of a rite of passage to do that but um, I think that goes the wrong way in encouraging people to do that kind of stuff it was you know uh, looking back it was really just stupid we're down there for fun um yeah. why why do that if you're if you're there to have a good time why make yourself miserable yeah uh, Wait, you got was... to
1: dive with Scott Scott came out to dive with you no <sighs> oh okay he just made well, that picture
2: <laughs> we missed him Oh, yeah he just uh, made it from back home
1: back home that works. Uh, yeah because he hasn't come die with me yet either so yeah well he's coming yeah. in
2: October Scott October
1: yeah yeah. yeah. So, and John, you're welcome to call on that too. We're doing, uh, what did we decide? I don't remember.
2: Al, Light store. Uh, <laughs> I'll, <rec. know.
1: laughs>
3: yeah, and... I'll take a look later and say, yeah, uh,
1: you should come out. Yeah. But anyway, so, uh, the way I'm going to run this thing is we're going to get back to some of the motivations and stuff at, after Ross and, and, um, some of the stuff we talked about last night. Um, Oh, Scott Smith's a snob. Yeah, we know Scott. Um, <laughs> so, uh, John, we're going to have you kind of tell your story, and then I think we're going to come around and see uh, motivations afterwards and then uh, then talk about uh, uh, what we've learned and stuff like that. We're going to kind of listen to both stories and then kind of dissect them from there. So uh, okay. go ahead, and why don't you go ahead and tell your story there, John?
3: All right. So, well, I was down in Florida also. Um, I'm coming out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, I was down there with a buddy of mine. We were doing our um, apprentice class. And it was our first day we had, you know, sat through all the, uh, lecture, you know, so that took a good bit of the good bit of the morning. And then we drove over to Jenny, you know, we did our first dive, everything was good. Um, you know, we switch out tanks. We're going to do our second dive. We get in the water and I've got a little, um, bubbles coming out of my tank valve on my right, my right post, Diving open circuit at the time, back Mount doubles. Uh-huh. Um, so we jump out and, uh, instructor you know it's getting late in the day the instructor's like <clears throat> we can do three dives tomorrow still meet everything no worries no rush my buddy and i are both looking at each other and you know we're going i've got the parts in my save a dive kit the valve's closed we can take everything off swap out the uh um the disc and the o-rings and get back in and off we go and then we just have two dives to worry about for tomorrow Mm -hmm. so you know we look at each other and go let's do it so we swap it out kind of you know rushing through because we want to get into class you know we've driven what a thousand miles to get there you know the the travel and everything um you know the excitement to do the class we get in the water well the shit show starts (laughs) you know we tie off you know we're um head in the ear. Uh, We were actually down the run. So we're coming in, go down the run, tie in at the ear. Um, You know, bubble check obviously had passed at that point, you know, buddy check had passed and we go drop our bottles down at the, uh, the sign when we tied in to the main line, follow the the gold line in, you know, off we go. Well, little do Todd and I realize that uh, we're not communicating well as a team right now um you know we get in and you know apprentice is starting navigation so we're you know tying in we're you know um going to i have to go look it up i'm forgetting basically we went in past keyhole turned right and we're tying in there we're going to go down the line and then you know just head out and then come back well i'm tying in and all of a sudden i feel this uh little tug at my foot and I can hear this gur coming out of Rich's regulators, little did I realize that my buoyancy was starting to get off. You know, so we, I pop up, you know, and we go, you know, we go in, we do our dive, you know, we finished it. But uh, what we didn't realize was, you know, we kind of set ourselves up that, you know, we were rushing through and then we were rushing to get in that we just were not at our game. Um, you know, and we came out, we got the, uh, the typical lecture. Um, you know, it was, you know, you started off strong. You went downhill on the second dive. Uh, and Rich was actually very close to calling the class right there saying, you know, we had to show improvement. So, you know, he flat out said, show improvement tomorrow or class is over. No questions asked. Um, you know, thankfully, you know, we spent the night you know, regrouped, got everything together and, uh, you know, we pulled it off and he even commented at the end of the class that, uh, you know, we started off, you know, about midway, dropped and hit rock bottom, you know, on dive two, but then really pulled it together for dives three and four and finished it off. Um, You know, so, I mean, obviously, you know, we learned our lesson on that one strong that, uh, you know, if something seems off, stop, take your time, you know, reassess, and you know even if you've driven you know a thousand miles it's not worth your life you know it's not worth you know whatever's going on for that you know big dive we had an opportunity that we could have done the three dives the following day and gotten everything in um you know and kind of pulling this full circle you know a few months later that same year uh you know we drove out to dutch springs and we ended up meeting up with somebody there um you know someone else had you know, wanted to come out with us. And, uh, you know, so we were going out as a threesome, we did the first dive, came back, something just didn't feel right. And I'm like, I'm going to bail on the second dive. You know, you guys that go out, I'm not going to stop you. Um, you know, we're here, go enjoy. I'll just sit and relax. And, uh, the third guy, and I'm forgetting who it was at the time, you know, started to, uh, you know, kind of, um, you know, goad me and, and poke buddy Todd, looks at him flat out and is like, no, you're stopping this now, or we're leaving and you probably will not dive with us again. Um, you know, so, I mean, it, it's come full circle that, you know, when we feel something's off, you know, it, it's definitely, Hey, you know, let's slow down, take a look, you know, do we need to call the dive and, uh, you know, reassess. Very. Yeah. That's, um, <clears throat> it's a challenging
1: situation overall. Right. So, we, we start talking about the motivations, and, and you kind of hit on them, John, when you were talking about talking through your story. And, oh, boy. <laughs> One sec, Ross, I got a surprise for you. Uh-oh. There what is it that? is! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the real Jeff Gaudreau.
4: Um
2: What's the so- word, brother?
4: <laughs> Nothing. Just finished dinner. Getting we're ready still, for... Still no power. Oh, I, I actually... Filled gas on the generator today for the first time. So, pump gas.
2: So, So you're using valuable phone battery power for us. I am. I am. I actually don't think you realize what I was
0: getting into.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
1: (laughs) Watching a movie with the wife. It's hot. Oh, good. Nice. So, in that case, can you tell us a quick story that you get how you got yourself into this of a dive that you you should have
4: called? Dive I should have called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can think, uh, of, of one of the bigger dives I've actually done, um, we were, uh, 40 miles offshore. Seas were three to five. They were only forecast to be like a couple foot and they were easily three to five. Uh, we were attempting to, um, grapple shot line the wreck. We had to drop the uh, a hook a 400 foot line four times. The third time we had it, and we had the gear line down with all with three bottles on it, the whole nine yards, um, and we had to haul it. We came off the wreck; we dragged we the, the hook dragged off the wreck. So, um so uh, yeah, I, I, I as the person who kind of set up the trip, I was kind of obligated, you know, to start making calls. And <laughs> you have to—I found you have to judge the—you have to look at the boat. You, you generally everybody knows their friends; everybody knows who they're out with. You have to kind of look at it as far as um, the the not, I don't weaker is not the right word. Um, less aggressive and more aggressive divers. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Less aggressive divers are the first to say, you know what, I've had enough. I'm done for the day. I'm just going to chill topside. You guys go ahead. The most aggressive divers are usually the most, um, well, generally the most dangerous <laughs> in my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. they, they're the ones that will push and push and push and push and push until I swear to God, somebody dies, you know, yeah. so Um, you know, we, we finally got it hooked. We were, we were two and a half hours into trying to get a shot on this wreck in almost 400 feet of water. And, um, we had two guys suited first to splash and they had been suited for like an hour and change. And it was summertime. Um, it, 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 you know, it it was rough as hell and we're looking to do a three hour dive on top of it, not knowing what the conditions are going to do. Um, long story short, we had a good dive. Uh, but I look at that as a day. I should not only have called it for myself, I should have forced calling it for the boat and we should have just turned around, paid the charter fee and been done with it. Everything went, went well. We actually did have a problem in the water, but everything worked out. It, it, it wasn't related to the conditions or anything, but, um, um well, not directly related, right? Not directly, but it could well, have been related to anything. It, it was related to, um, uh, a rebreather being set up in a hotel room the night before late. So uh, yeah, it, it was, but, um, um you know it was it's a day if off it's right off the top of my head it's it's a dive i look back on that we did that we probably shouldn't have done and it's funny this comes up because we were just talking about it last week as a as a dive that we did it went well and we probably shouldn't have done so um you know I, i've had a million dives i've called i've actually i actually sat a dive out uh, three weeks ago um we ran uh 50 miles offshore to look at some numbers and check the numbers and they didn't pan out so we came back inshore go over wreck in a uh you know about uh i don't know eight miles from shore uh nice day it was foggy you guys know how fog kind of takes it out of you i was tired i didn't sleep well the night before um i got back into cell service range and my phone was going ding 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 ding, would work stuff it was a friday and um you know i just i wasn't feeling it and uh we got we got hooked into the wreck and i says you know what guys you guys all go have a good time. I'm just going to sit up here and drive the boat and I'll just uh, hang with everybody. And it made, it made diving more efficient because you know, everybody instead of having to wait for a second team. <clears throat> but um, sometimes you got to just, you got to know your limits and and they're different every day. They're not the same. I like the three strike rule, three problems I'm out. I, I've done that a million times myself, but every day is different. Some days stuff's just going wrong and you feel good and you can gut through it. Other days, same conditions, same everything, you're just not up to it. You didn't sleep well, whatever, you know, and you're just, you're just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not diving today. And I, I have the utmost respect for somebody who, who calls a dive, um, particularly, a, particularly a big dive. It's one thing to call a dive. Now you're running, you know, you lobster diving or you're diving, you know, polling or something like that, right? But when you have a dive that you've worked towards for a long time or, or somebody has worked towards for a long time, like a graduation dive on a trimix dive, or you know, something that they've really worked hard for and they sit there and say, you know what? Today is not my day. I have the utmost respect for somebody who does that. So, yeah. I, I think, think that's, and,
1: yeah. And Jeff, whenever you need to jump back to the family or whatnot, or you lose a cell phone, feel free Jump in and out. However long you want to hang out, we appreciate it. <laughs> so, um, but I think that's that's one of the big things, right? Is I was going to come to this later, but since Chef brought it up, the, the respect when when you start talking about and the the dangerous diver and who the most dangerous one is, the, the new divers get scared and they're like, I don't know if I want to do this thing. And then you get the medium divers that are like, I'm going to dive everything, and they're like, How do I? You know, I want to be a bigger, better diver, and like. The way you're a bigger, better diver is you call the damn dive is what you do. De- like, I mean, that's – we were talking – Ross and I were talking about it two nights ago of, you know, the good divers are the ones that – the way you, way you earn respect is to call the dives. And and not just yeah. calling them to earn respect, but you look at the situation and you're like, you know what? Nah, this is – for any reason, it just – I called it the. It wasn't wasn't a wreck that I was jazzed to do, and my people were sick on the boat. I was. The Delaware
2: is awesome, and you missed it.
1: I missed the Delaware. I know, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna crew the boat and help my people in the water and hold their hair back when they're puking when they get back. (laughs) (laughs) So,
3: um,
1: but yeah, that's that's huge. I mean, that's Ross. You want to add into that? I mean, we were talking about respect with, and Jeff kind of outlined it, but
2: I I think it's a lot harder to not do it in in a lot of aspects. Now I, I bail on a whole lot of second dives. It's not, it's not real often actually that I do dive number two. Um, I got a bunch of uh, hardware in my back and, uh, and I'm capable of doing most things, but my stamina is not what it, what it used to be. So I'll bail on a lot of second dives for that reason. I, you know, getting in and out of your suit, it's hot out. I mean, the hardest thing about diving is getting in and out of your gear. Yep. Um, at least it should be the hardest, but you want it. You want that to be the hardest part. Um, and, you know, uh, some days, I'm, you know, a lot of days I'm just not feeling that second time um, on Dan's boat. A lot of the stuff, the rebreather stuff, which is kind of why another a big reason for me to go to it. Big, you know, one long dive. Less yep. stress less deco stress less stress getting yeah, that's what I was gonna
1: say. Less, less physiologic stress you get you get the physiologic stress no matter what you don't really understand that like that people don't think about that whole idea and the dehydration and getting in and out of the water and you know there's there's a thought process of we'll get back to this but i paid for that second dive so i need to take it um yeah. or the rest of the boat's getting in i'm just gonna sit on this this boat like yep. why would i just sit on this boat um I, i'm fine with it but john I, mean, I, I, could, I, I had one of
3: those um i was down a few years ago off uh north carolina at moorhead city and uh diving off olympus you know we're going out you know we did our first dive i was feeling a little nauseous but i still got in did it um you know came up and uh you know we're on our surface interval and then we start getting ready for the second dive and i'm just like you know what i'm not feeling it you know i don't you know I'm worried about getting back on the boat, you know, being nauseous, getting back on the boat, wearing back Mount doubles. um, You know, it was just like, I'm here, I'm going to relax. You know, we're going out the next day, you know, hopefully we'll have something good. Um, But what really surprised, you know, the, um, you know, when everybody got in, boat crew came over to me, said, are you going in? I said, no, You're just going to take it easy, not feeling good. You know, I'd rather not push it on you guys to have to get me onto the boat. Three minutes later, down walks George and says, "Thank you very much." Nope. But, uh, George Purpoy, you know, came down out of the wheelhouse, yeah. um, you know, just to say thank you to me for, you know, not putting his crew at risk. Uh-huh.
2: Well, that's the other part of it, right? You're not—I mean, it, a lot of people like to say, um, "Oh, it's if I want to take a risk, or if I want to do this, or if I want to do that. That's my decision. If I want to risk, um, you know, my life, uh, that's my call." Well, it's not. I mean, everybody on that boat is going to have to, A, help you, or B, come look for your body. Everybody on that boat. Mm -hmm. You're not just risking your own life when you do something stupid. Maybe you go somewhere you shouldn't have gone, or you go too far from the anchor line You're not paying attention. You get lost. I mean, aside from just calling the dive, you're risking everybody on that boat is going to go look for you. Anybody that can get right back in the water is going to get back in the water instantly.
1: Yeah. And you think that the, you're like, Oh no, just leave me. I'll be fine. It, it, the the stress of your friends thinking that maybe there was a possibility or down there, that they could have done something. And that's like, when we end a code at the hospital, it's, does anyone else have any thoughts of anything we could do? Because that is a major part of the psychology of it. of Does everybody think we've done everything we possibly can? Because if you think there's anything else we could possibly do, you are going to just eat yourself up over it. And that kind of plays into that whole thing of, yeah, if, if you end up, you know, that's uh, Ashley was on here, but Ashley with the if only stuff um, with, with losing her husband, it's, it's you know, if only we would have done something different. And you're thinking, if only I would have gotten the water, it's a little bit different thing. But if I only I would have gotten, maybe we could have found them, like, especially if they come back with a like, gas in their tank or something. You're like, oh, my God, that, you know, we, we could have you're putting everybody into a situation where they're ready to go for you because they're your friends. You, it doesn't matter that you you're the ass that's, that said, I don't care. You know, we're coming for you. And if we yeah. can, so it, that's yeah,
2: risking your life, that's on you. But look around the boat. Do you, are you willing yeah. to, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll risk Jeff's life, but uh, I, mean, I don't know about <laughs> anybody else's. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Meat truck
1: divers are a dime a
4: dozen. corner.
1: So. <laughs> 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 And then- now, uh, you
2: know, I wish I had a more exciting story. And I'm actually glad I don't have a more exciting right, story. Right. Yeah, no. but it's, no. you know, that's what I think about. I'm like, well, do I want to, you know, no? The answer is no.
1: Well, the near misses are the ones that lead us to realize what we should be, how we should be doing. You know, the, these are the stories that need to be told. Like, hey, I should have called this. I came back and I was lucky, but this cascaded. Like, John, you were saying you had a cascade of crap going on. So yeah. just cascaded down on you and you should have called the dive. It cascaded. And that's the the Swiss cheese model from Gareth Lock stuff, the the uh, the human factors. But like that Swiss cheese model, that stuff's got to line up. You guys, the, the the holes just didn't line up, basically, and it, it, there was no incident. Like you just got lucky. Something
4: blocked it somehow. So we, we call yeah. the, Well, I've always called that the the snowball effect. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, I, I I've always kind of followed the rule of three. You know, three problems, and you no matter what's going on, you you call it, you bail uh-huh. because. Little problems turn into big problems. You're 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 hot. You're on the boat. You have a regulator blowout right as you're getting ready to get in the water, and somebody rips it off your rig, and you know swaps out another one, and this and that, and then you get this problem and that. Now it's it's easier to just. I mean, I'm I'm being simple there, but you know, I mean, it's easier to say enough's enough. Today is not my day, than it uh, is to be. Uh, regardless of what kind of diving you're doing, because I don't care if you're in a single tank and you're in 60 or 80 feet of water, or you're in a rebreather with three bottles and 300 feet of water. The problems are the same, and they and you can only handle so much on the equipment you have. And it's way easier to just to not get yourself in trouble to begin with than it is to get yourself out of trouble when you're in it. And uh-huh. once you're, I I, I saw um, a very very near miss uh, many years back, right as I was kind of cutting my teeth in tech and in the, in the, I don't know, uh, it was like the early two thousands, late nineties, and and um, I, I, a gentleman on the boat who I was not diving with. It was around, uh, it was almost 200 feet. He was on air and uh, got wrapped up diving solo and got wrapped up horribly in a gill net, you know. And mm-hmm. um, he, he shouldn't have been there to begin with. He was having a tough day. Even though it was, there's multiple reasons why he shouldn't have been there to begin with. But, you know, he was having a tough day already and he he powered through it and it ended up getting him caught. And then the first guy across him got caught in the net. And then my buddy and I happened to cross and got were able to get them both cut out. But, you know, uh, some of them spent 45 minutes and almost 200 feet on doubles, you know. So um, it, 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 problems compound, man, and it's just way easier to fix things um, when you're sitting on a nice dry boat uh, than yeah. when you've got an hour of deco or two hours of deco over your head. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you're, you've changed three three regs out on, on the bottle trying to get a bottle that works. <laughs> you know? yeah.
3: And,
4: yeah, you yeah. know, it's just it's just uh, some, some days you got to just know when to say when. And yeah. um, and that's rushing, right? So you're rushing. Did you really fix it? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's it. So that's that's my that's my experience with that. Is something goes on the boat. The, my worst case scenario for me personally, something goes on the boat. I'm geared. I'm ready to go. I'm I'm you know like if I'm setting a hook on a, on a wreck, I'm doing first in the waters. So I'm doing a tie right. And I've got uh, and a, and I'm sitting there in a reg, you know, your bumper reg, and it just starts and it won't stop. You shut. Yeah. It, so somebody comes over. Now they've shut your gas off, or you've shut your gas off. Then you turn it back on. Now you turn it back off again. They, oh, you gotta change your rego. They swap your rego. You're, you're now you're getting hot. You're getting frustrated, and you miss things. And mm-hmm. um, you know that that is the worst case scenario to me. And um, is is right before the dive, having problem. And then it, it seems like on a boat, everybody has to jump in and help. It's not one guy. You know, it's <laughs> everybody's. <Yeah. there. laughs> oh, I can. I can- I know this, I know, and they're reaching behind your rebreather to fix this. And they, well, if we pull this from here and put this. Hose now there, you've touched now, everything. Two hundred feet of water by myself to tie in. I mean, you know, come on, it, it, you, you got to. Some days you got to know when to say when, and I don't care how important your job is. If you are a tie-in diver, somebody else can set the guy set, set the hook. You know, so yeah. um, you got to you, you got to not be afraid. That, and and let me tell you something. If you if you call a dive and somebody starts busting your chops over it. You know why you should be in Hawaii. You should be doing this. I can't believe you're bailing on me, man. You don't
2: now, want to be now. You, you know who now. You know who not to dive with. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Uh-huh.
4: yeah. Yep. Hey yeah, guys, Jeff, I'm- we hit on that earlier. That? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I got to get back okay. to my quality time with my wife, and uh, right, I'm gonna set up a- and uh, I'll be down. Uh, I'll be down on Ross's way this weekend. Down in Jersey. Yeah,
2: I know. So- good, you're stopping by on the way back. Sounds good. I'll have a beer
4: for you. <laughs> Man, we'll certainly get back Sunday. <laughs> <I> don't <laughs> so, sweat it, brother. Have fun. When am I seeing you on the Jodry? What's that? When am I seeing you on the Jodry? I kind of like that idea about in October there. Okay, Maybe a, a couple of the guys and um, we can raise hell and uh, have a good time. Come up on Friday yeah. and you do your thing on Saturday and then get some dives in. All right? Cool. All right. Let me know. Bye, bye. Have, have a bye good you. night, Art. Right. Thank I appreciate
0: it.
2: See you, brother. All
1: right. So... um back at it now that Jeff's came in and, and gave us his his rundown there which was, which was some good stories. I had a I I don't know if I I was borderline should have called it this past weekend I guess the first dive. I I splashed and uh I got a free flow. I shut down the free flow and um and brought it back open and it worked fine and then it ended up free flowing at depth again and it just wasn't going anywhere. Uh, and I ended up having to shut down. I knew I could feather it but uh
2: but Yeah, but then I, you got but then you got stuff I get I did get stuff. Yeah. So now it's, it's like, like well, well, the last yeah. one I was gonna call, I ended up finding yeah. stuff. So yeah. maybe yeah. I shouldn't uh-huh. call this one. I
1: guess well, I did have to call it because all <laughs> the way back up with my stuff, I could have gone for more stuff, but oh, I did okay.
2: half all half right. more
1: stuff because I knew that I was like, you know what? I got enough stuff going you on. You felt I like
2: mean, you got I away got with done. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little bit. yeah. <laughs> So I know um, that feeling. Like, just get me out of here. I don't know. I don't know how I got here. Just get me out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh oh. there's Dennis. Dennis Dennis should
2: be joining. I don't know what he's doing. Dennis,
1: jump on. Did you send him? Jump on,
2: Dennis. I think so. I don't know.
1: You said you sent him the link, Captain Dennis. Captain, I sent it
2: to him. Uh, Maybe I didn't send it to him. I'm maybe I'm a liar. Either one. But I'm on shot now I'm done. on the boat's full list. Yeah, the boat's um, full list.
1: I like the boat's full list. Like, ah, uh, yeah, now the boat's full.
2: Oh, um, yeah. uh Jeff has some really good points. I, of course, he did. He always does. Yeah. But uh, that's one of the things we learned. Like open circuit, we did with Chatterton, and it was nothing is going to get better once you get in the water. <laughs> it's only going to get worse. So it's yeah. not like, oh, once I get in the water, this will be no. Nothing <laughs> no. is going to get better once you get in the water. Nothing. No
1: not at all yeah um, very interesting i like this look at the he definitely should join us because he's actually got some good things to say the biggest and most dangerous he does. dive equipment you have cost you nothing your ego yes. it absolutely is uh it can
2: actually cost you everything
1: yeah that'll, <laughs> that'll 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 kill you quick um so let's get back through i'm trying
2: uh, to send him right here course. this link can All you right. send him one quick? Because I'm having yeah. like
1: I can send him one quick.
2: Because I got uh, this thing open, it's confusing me.
1: I got you. Um, I'll take care of it. So thank you. Motivations. Let's talk about motivations. Maybe Dennis will come on and give us some talks about his motivation. Motivations for not calling the dive.
2: Let's send a. Could you? Did, can you post oh. that short video? Let's let's show uh, what
1: diving with Dennis is
2: like. Let me see what I can do here.
1: Uh, you want to give us a rundown while I'm trying to bring
2: it up. Um, so this is a good after-the-fact call. I mean, it should be a no-brainer um, for most people, but we get real comfortable in really bad viz and bad conditions. I mean, I've never called a, a dive um, on the boat because of conditions. Um, Dan won't go out if it's lousy, so, you know, you rarely have the opportunity to call it on that, Um but we're used to diving in such garbage, you kind of you will push it a little bit to see. Oh, well, let me set, let things settle down here a couple of minutes and see if it, it gets any better. Maybe I stirred it up when I hit the bottom, et etc. et cetera. But this is a perfect example of I was down there. I found Dennis. I actually ventured probably 30 feet from the anchor line following his line, found him. And, uh, you, you know, you can hear what I had to say about it. Let's see if we can.
1: That's I don't a, know. always a good question. You're going to have to decipher it anyways. i um, oh, sure I'll translate. Yeah, none of not very many people speak Revo these days.
2: Revo, no, it's yeah.
1: That's not what I want to do at all.
2: That's like that's the
1: whole. Oof. That that's, that's not it. All right, uh, let's see here. Stop screen. Stop screen. Uh, Facebook.
4: Hmm. There
1: we go. Let's see. There it is. There it is. We'll see if we got any audio. You probably don't hear it. Do All right. <laughs>
4: do
1: you guys hear it?
3: Yeah. Yep.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like
2: <laughs> I'm leaving now. I don't like you. You make me do things like this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I mean, that's what, you know, six inches of his? Um, yeah, if you're lucky. I mean, that was yeah. my light. Um, So those are the easy ones, right? Yeah. But, you know, if they were all that simple.
1: John Haas has to call you out.
2: He's right. No, he's absolutely right. It game, does. Right? It gets better that's, in the water. Yeah, yeah. He called you out. It that's does. the one
1: right. caveat. John Huss, yes, the caveat.
2: Yep, you're yeah. right. Yeah. temperature. All right. Temperature gets better yeah. in the water too. Yeah. Yeah. Fine.
1: Temperature does get better Yeah, that's that's works. maybe he did earn his pair of socks back on that <laughs> one. <laughs> um, so motivations. Let's talk about motivations be behind that whole thing. So um
2: I called coincidentally, I called a dive on him Saturday. So Let's Um, talk about that. Yeah, 200 feet of water. I had trouble with my ear going down, forced the issue, was fine the whole dive. Um, Coming up, we had dolphins on Deco. Everything was fantastic. Get back on the boat. Like, within five minutes, my ears are just, like, pounding out of my skull. You know, and you get that squeak in your ear. um, That's it. Done. Right then, I'm just like, that's it. I'm done. Maybe Maybe if I get back in, I started talking to myself. Maybe if I get back in, I can get down to 20 feet. Maybe I can kind of come up slower and I can clear it. I don't know. Isn't it? No, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. It's the convincing
1: yourself of stuff. John, you have and anything it... where you've convinced yourselves of things that as you're going forward, just a little, oh, I can just get this one little thing better.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, similar story. Um, same buddy and I, uh, we're both on Meg 15s at this point. Um, we're at Dutch. Um, I'm actually out in Bethlehem for a wedding later that evening. So I went out and did a dive in the morning you know, buddy drove out specifically for the dive, you know, we're going in, we're in the, uh, you know, the 60 foot flats out by the trolley. And, uh, you know, my ear has been kind of on and off. We're in 30, 35 minutes. And I'm just like, you know what, this is not getting any better. We need to, you know, get out of here and, uh, you know, just avoid the issue. There's no need pushing it. Um, yeah. You know, Cause it definitely, you know, it wasn't going away. It wasn't getting any better. Mm-hmm. And you see that with, with and a lot with, with the instructing thing is being forced to
1: feel like you're forced to instruct. Um, there we got a Captain Dennis with us. There so, he is. There he is. So, so like I was saying, being forced. Hey, Dennis, how are we doing?
0: How are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. This is fancy. It is fancy, <laughs> right? You know,
1: like this. This is the new setup, man. I, I've grown so much in like six months. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, well, well yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got ring lights and microphones, it's crazy. It's, uh, but I have more whiskey than I had before, so at least there's some positive. I
2: don't know, Dennis <laughs> looks all right too, and he just has a China cabinet and the telephone.
1: Yeah. There's nothing in that China cabinet. We have already had that discussion.
2: I think Jeff Goodrow is Jeff is still in the China Cabinet?
0: My grandfather my grandfather passed away. This was all in his attic. I just thought it'd be cool to put it out. <laughs> 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 All right, so that's ridiculous. I um, uh <laughs> Just mad because you didn't think of it.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. uh-huh. uh, <laughs> how I, I imagine that you laughed at the message I sent you r- earlier, Ross.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I laughed uh, yeah. at that one. Yeah. yeah I <laughs> All
1: right, uh, back on track. Dennis, uh, Captain Dennis uh, of the Squalus Marine. What, do you have any stories of dives you should have called? My I guess is Delaware.
2: Most of them.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, for the most part, because now here's the thing: because I own my own boat, I don't have a problem calling dives. Yep. Because I can go out in a day or two. Like mm-hmm. I think, I think the issue happens with people. I had a few instances. There was an airplane. In the middle of the sound that I was trying to get to for years. And it was in the middle of the sound and it was just a matter of timing. And I had a, a, a another diver a friend of mine. Um and we went out and I said, Let's go take a peek. The rule that I have on my boat is if we're having problems above the water, we don't get in the water. It's a really good indicator. So like if you're having if you're getting the crap kicked out of you and it's just a lumpy day and things aren't working and you know, there's water you just you don't get in the water so we went there on one particular day um i had some additional surface help just because we were in the middle of the sound and there wasn't a lot of eyes up deck so um we got there and we scanned the rack and it was underneath us and i just you know you get the vibe you're just like man you don't need to do it
4: uh-huh. and
0: uh the guy that i was on the boat with was kind of bent out of shape he's like we should throw the red we should throw a grapple and i'm like no it's just it's not worth doing and uh it's not going anywhere you know it's been there and the guy was kind of bent out of shape because it kind of skunked his whole day because i mean granted i spent the fuel to go out 10 miles and with all the gear and everything and then just you know come back but and, and it's different i guess from a captain's perspective is um captains are really responsible for the you know the care and 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 the um you know the control of the of the the boat and the crew Mm -hmm. so i i can't if i'm not going to get in the water i most certainly am not going to let anybody else get in the water i'm just not going to set up the boat um but i was just shocked at you know the pushback that i got from the other diver because you know he was really kind of bent out of shape because he blew his his sunday for diving and i'm just like whatever i'm not going to call your wife and give her bad news because it was rough out and I would say to my, I don't know what this camera's doing. I, I was not going to, you know, it's not worth it. It really isn't worth it. But I think the perspective from someone who owns a boat versus somebody who pays money, drives a couple hours, and, you know, goes on a, on a boat. And again, I don't even, for the most part, I don't even entertain going out when it's snotty. I mean, I've gone, I've gone down, uh, you know, most of the wrecks in the sound are shallow. So, I, I mean, between like, you know, anything from 20 to 80 feet for the most part. And I end up sometimes getting to the bottom and saying, all right, you know, am I really, really, what am I spending my time down here for? There was a couple of dives like the nothing but net wreck, um, which was a wreck. It's kind of my horror story for the sound. It's a steamship that was kind of like wrapped up in every type of entanglement. And i had never been there Um, in the sound. We don't really have the ability, or at least I don't, have the ability to send some guy down and tie in 90% of the time, we don't even know what we're tying into. And because visibility is a factor, sometimes we, you know, I I can't send somebody down here, you know, doesn't have like sound time, meaning they're not used to the, some, some days they're all right, but some are iffy, but you're really dealing with maybe six or seven feet on a great day. (laughs) But if you send somebody down to a wreck and there's entanglements everywhere, you might not know until your fins are already in it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just not pretty. So uh, one particular dive, you know, I wouldn't say I call the dive, but I really limit my connectivity to the wreck. In other words, I may say, "All right, we're going to hang back here, and uh, we'll put like we just." There's a video I'll be putting out shortly of a wreck that was it was some numbers given to me. Um, uh, I don't know a couple of years ago, and we scanned it, and then uh, Eastern Search and Survey came into the sound and they scanned a bunch of wrecks, and it's just super big like 240 foot long freighter and it's only at about 90 feet and she looks super super sexy and we went we went out to uh to dive something that had bad viz so i had john hawes and ed slater on the boat and i'm like hey let's go check out this other wreck we went to go do that one but there was some fishermen on it that would move so i said all right let's let's just go check out this thing that's calm up here so we drop um we drop the anchor down and we have basically no idea what we're going into and in the video you'll see it i haven't released it yet but i don't normally leave the descent because normally there's enough footage of the wreck that the descent just kind of pads Mm -hmm. out the film so we just try to eliminate it but this one i kept it in just because there was so little to see on the wreck just so that people have the perspective of we're descending we're descending we're descending and we can see four feet in front of us and we have no idea what we're going through we're going to end up on this 240 foot ship so you know we get down to the bottom and it's just you know all right the current was pushing it was a it was a new moon it was a newer full moon and the visibility was very poor it was maybe three to four feet at best and you know you're in a skeletal rat maze you you know you could we dropped the anchor we thought it went over the gunnel and it 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 more than likely went down into one of the holds, but it's just a matter of because it's such low vis, you really have to decide. All right, I'll go over here. I'll poke my head about six feet this way, six feet that way. All right. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, you know, the ego, and I think it's different again. If, if you have access to a boat or you go with a bunch of guys on a regular basis, you're more than likely going to go. Ah, eh, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I think when people are, are, going long distances like if you travel like some people even go down to florida and they've got great conditions but their equipment is a little iffy mm-hmm. and they just go, well i flew all the way down here and now i'm out here i got at least try and then you can run into trouble so yeah. it, you know again i'll i'll talk all night you know i'm in sales <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but that, that, those are just kind of those are just kind of my experiences and and i just it's not worth she's not again, it's just, it's, it's so not worth it for me because if we get a day that it's like iffy, just don't go. It's just uh-huh. it's not the end of the world. But I will tell you this. And I, and I'm just kind of, you know, um, reiterating what I texted. If I bring you on the boat, on my boat, and, and I've, I've heard horror stories, especially about people who are in public, public service, public safety uh, type uh, police and fire. Um, I've just heard really bad stories and I, I, I just again I'm I'm kind of paraphrasing some of the stories I've heard where you know you know a couple of law enforcement folks go out and they razz each other and you know about somebody's uncomfortable and it's just that machismo has no place on a dive boat mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's that's all in the 80s and the 90s that's that's long since gone and and I just think that's how people get hurt if somebody starts with the you're a this or you're a that don't be a wimp. I'm I'm using family friendly words here because it's a lot more colorful. <laughs> yeah.
3: But that
0: guy that I just don't bring back. That's the guy yep. I want to be so far away from. And and I've and I've been on boats where I've seen like, you know, rough and tumble women there with their husbands razzing their husbands. And you know, it's just not worth it. And, and you know, stuff happens. I've heard about stories on, on Long Island where, you know, it was police and fire and 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 somebody pushed and somebody got hurt really bad or otherwise. And, uh... Well, we had
2: that that day we were supposed to dive the yes wreck, <laughs> and uh, we got run off, and Dennis is on the boat telling John and I, oh, we'll go dive this on the way home, we'll go dive that, we'll go dive John and I are just like, hey, you know what, dude, let's just go back and get lunch and relax.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's forget it, we're aggravated now, we got chased off, let, let, let's just go back and have lunch and have a good time. And that's what we did, and it was, and it was a good day, it was a good weekend, it was non-issue. Yep. I think that's
1: I think that's what a lot of the motivation. Like, um, we'll hopefully get into that in a minute. That there's the motivation factors of you know, I, I paid, I went down there, I, I I did all these things, and what's the alternative? Well, yeah, you lost whatever cash on the on the charter, and you're still hanging
2: out with your buddies, having a yeah, good time. Who cares? Yeah,
1: you get to go home and have a beer and talk about it. You know, if you're, so, if if you're
0: getting on it if you're getting on an airplane and you already paid for your ticket. And there's a yeah. piece of metal missing on that wing. <laughs> I don't know about you. I'd rather be, you know, a couple hundred bucks shy here tomorrow. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean yeah. you're right. People do have that mentality and, and they'll yep. be like, Oh, I paid the money, oh I might as well yeah. risk my life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's all the investments. And and it, you you talk to especially people who I see it with uh with new newer divers that are trying to figure out how to call their first dive type of thing. And this is, this is part of where this thing kind of comes from is a conversation I've had recently with a couple of different people is, you know, that progression when you talk to them and you finally get them to have that clairvoyance of, you know what the day before I didn't really feel right. Yeah, there it was. That was, that's when it, you should have called it. But that, well, I, that,
3: I, that, what you say? that that's one of the things I do, even with my open water students is, yep. You know, impress upon the fact, if something doesn't feel right, call it. We can always come back out another day. Uh, And I've had some students where, you know, they just weren't feeling it. Um, In fact, I did one side mount class, um, you know, had the guy get, you know, all suited up. You know, we had tanks on him. Uh, You know, we're in water. We're getting ready to go do the first dive. And he goes, you know what? I'm not feeling it. All right. Cool. You know, can you get yourself out of the tanks or need a hand? We got him out made sure he was okay you know back up on uh you know dripping on dry land and yep. uh we went off and did the dive
1: yep yeah um we we stress it a ton of uh call a dive anytime any reason no questions asked except for are you okay do you need a drink basically like let's go out and just hang out and and th- there's no no issue like let's just go let's just go hang out that's fine We're we're good that's that's an amazing plan, and just finding that 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 cascade and of you know and, and those investments right. It's like John, you said you, the investment you're invested by putting the time into setting up the gear. You're investing. You're in the water. You've invested a financial and time commitment. You've invested all of these things to starting this dive. And I tell my students the same as you did, John, is like we can stand in the water and call it. <laughs> Uh, fine with me i got home early that day we'll we'll do it again the next day we'll do it again another time we'll go have a drink we'll go hang out we'll we'll grab some food and and talk about other dives like that's and at least we get to do other dives at that point in time if, if we really push it we might not be able to but you know i think that- it
2: gets it gets tough too um i've seen you know spending a lot of time on the boats i've seen too sometimes you get people that are uncomfortable because maybe this is their first time in new jersey mm-hmm And they've heard the horror stories. And if it is Mm -hmm. going to be six inches and it's terrible. And, you know, I've struggled a lot with, you know, do do you not necessarily push them, but do you encourage them? Say, Hey, look, Mm -hmm. you know what? Get in the water, go down, go down six feet, cool off, just look around. Right. So I struggle with that because you don't want them to go out there and they're nervous because it's New Jersey and then they go home and they never come back. Yep. Um, but how you know? I struggle with. Well, are they uncomfortable because of where they are? Are they uncomfortable because they're just, they're not feeling good? They shouldn't be doing the dive at all. So I, I, you know, I'm to, you know, I'm no expert yeah. at all. But I, you know, I try to you know try to talk to them and determine. You know, hey, if you're seasick, like John said, if you if you can get comfortably in your gear, get in the water. That's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're uncomfortable about viz, you know, just stick your head in the water. You don't like it, come back up.
1: Yeah, that's every day in the training world, right? Like I've got to take people every single day. And and John, you're you're teaching too of taking people and going, No, we I got you. We can we can we can we're gonna go a little more further forward. We're gonna try something new. I'm gonna show you how to do it. We're gonna take it, we're gonna take you outside your comfort zone just a little bit so you can learn some things. And that's how you learn stuff, right? And but when it comes to to calling the dives, it becomes a massive challenge of like. Okay. captain dennis was saying is he's got the boat he's got the capability to back the next day and people are like well i can't come back the next day well if things go as pear-shaped as they could you never you're coming back ever again no other day are you going to be coming back and that's whether you die or just get injured beyond repair or you know like you said ross you could have lost your foot when it melon balled your damn foot like you know not that you were using your leg on that dive anyways but you know
2: no so. you can one foot no yeah. problem yeah you just, you just I act. wasn't. It wasn't that I couldn't use it. I was. It was in reserve, just yeah. in case.
1: Do you use one as like a rudder while you're trying to kick the other ones? So <laughs> swim in circles like. Well, you, you do swim. That? You
2: have to do just the floppy flutter with one leg at uh, that point. You can't do a frog. Yeah, you I've seen circles, you do the floppy so... flutter before. You got to do the floppy flutter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's too funny. Dennis is shaking his head. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. he's uh, like I don't He's like I don't want to be involved in this conversation yeah, there's,
0: anymore. There's a, the, I'll, Jason, I'll send you some incredible memes when uh, Ross <laughs> no. I mean it is top.
4: Shelf.
2: Oh, he has. I sent him one. Oh. Uh, I,
4: I sent I, him one. He has
2: when when doubles attack.
1: Yeah. I've got that one. Yeah. I, I, I picked and choose some of what we could have. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, I, th- I think coming around and around to it is there, there's lots of motivations on why people want to, uh, just push it and get in the water and listening to the people who are joining us and the, and the people who are in the comments and the people who are said, oh, this is a good conversation to have, and we need to have this conversation. When you talk to those people, The people that, you know, you know, maybe not any of us here uh, that people look up to. um, But uh, yeah, no, no, definitely not. Uh, But you look up to the people that you look up to and having those conversations with them um, is when you talk to them, they, are so stressful of the fact that you call a dive, you call the dive. That's what brings them back. And they've had some shady situations. And these people that you see on the TV shows, like the Jeff um, <laughs> or, or the, on the, all the TV shows that are, they're that doing these dives. Most of them have called them. And those people that you read books about, they call dives, they call dives all the time. And the ones that got into it and you heard about their death, a lot of times it's the dives that you knew ahead of time that you looked at and said, we they should have called that doc.
2: Uh, nobody else said anything either. And like, no one else said anything. Seen.
1: Yes, exactly. So um that whole cascade normally starts pretty darn early. And if you can see it early, you can you can get in the way of it. Um and and you can see, but Ross, you're right that they'd be run up with this discomfort of well, are they uncomfortable because of the fact that they're just doing something new and we want we want to encourage them to, to do something new. Um, you know like that's we we want to show them these things but at the same time how do you deal with the fact that maybe that's a real true anxiety that's going to compound and then they didn't set up their gear correctly and they missed something on the buddy checks and and the team is now in trouble you know not just that person like that person was in trouble before now they missed stuff on the team checks and now the team's in trouble
2: so um yeah it's it's tough the good news is that i think we're in a. A lot of people would argue with me, but I think we're in a very uh, opportune time in, in diving right now, where a lot of this crap from the 80s and 90s is going away. Yeah. Um, it's I, you know, I think it's almost not cool, you know, to have a big ego and be macho and all that stuff. I think we're very close to that. I think we're close to. And uh, I don't mean you know uh, me or us here per se, but you know the community is in in a, in a place where. You know they're encouraging this type of behavior, you know the the asking the questions and being encouraging and helping people out and mm-hmm. things like that instead of harassing people for not getting in the water. I do think it's possible that we can just get rid of that crap. you know, oh. you know call these guys out, you know, you see somebody doing that?
0: you' like just just shut up. we know the 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 knuckle dragon rock eaten diver on the charter boat who's you know razzing somebody is becoming more and more extinct. And, um, you know, and, and, and it's, I I just think, you know, that it's not welcomed by the majority of the people on the boat. So they just by default, you know, and I, and I think a lot of, I had an incident in, um, in Gloucester where I was on a boat and I didn't know anybody on the boat from Adam. I just, just booked a couple of days up there. And, and it was, it was a fairly, you know, sizable amount of people on the boat and there was one particular guy who just kept kind of bending my ear. Um, we were the only two people in dry suits on a boat of like maybe, you know, 10 or 12 people. And he kept talking to me and talking to me and talking to me. And I didn't know him from Adam. Didn't know him from Adam. And uh, I was in the water swimming around doing my little videos, filming lobsters by myself. And again, I don't know anybody on this charter and I'm in the water and something pulls my fin violently and I turn around and it's this guy. I don't know you. Like, I don't know you from anything. Now, when I'm wearing the logo for the show, I'm, I'm the best behavior. <laughs> so, 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 I kind of get up on the boat and you know shoot him a couple like, all right, well, that was a little weird. But what was interesting is he was like, "Oh, did I scare you?" And I'm like, "No, ah, was you know I didn't know what it was. Thought it might have been a seal, whatever." But one of the crew members. Said to him, he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, just having a joke with him." And da da da. He's like, "He doesn't know you. Like, he he doesn't know who you are. Like, he's on this boat by himself." So, the fact that the crew member stepped up to stamp it out, yeah. I mean, that's 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 responsible, responsible charter op. You know, uh-huh. you know, I'm sure that maybe, you know, like like the whole thing when we were down, um, when we were down in Jersey um, a couple of weeks ago. And and again, I used to dive with this guy who used to always go on and on about like, when you're on a charter boat, you got to do everything yourself and you got to be able to do it all yourself. And I'm like, what am I tipping these guys for Then, (laughs) (laughs) So, so so if you need help on a boat and you can't do these, there's people there to help. So. You know, I, I kind of went the other way where some people were kind of helping and I was like, let me do it. I want to, you know, <laughs> so, you know break it up. But, um, you know, it's just I think the machismo is, is pretty much, you know, pretty much gone. I think there's a lot more jocularity on the vessels nowadays uh-huh. and yeah. and uh people kind of poke fun at the machismo. It's just somewhat passe at this stage of the game so which
1: is excellent that that's a great mentality that that we're starting to foster which is which is excellent that you know call dive you need to call dive we'll help you if we and that's one of the conversations ross and i had the other night about about helping each other and you know there's merits to being able to do it by yourself and know where the equipment is and everything like that but at the same time you know as much as that is i have dana yeah Dana knows my one of my legs is busted up from running in, in high school and college. And Dana knows that he needs to basically put my fin on at that point in time on his boat because there's no way I'm getting my right fin on. It's not happening. It's just the it crew.
3: Yeah. 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 I, I I've been on a couple of dives. You know, we were doing um we were doing the JB King up your way. Um okay. you know, so we're in open circuit. We've got our main tanks, we've got, you know, uh two deco tanks. And you know, we're sitting on a boat trying to get up there's no way we're getting up, you know, so we've got, you know, two people helping each of the tech divers up. Thankfully, um, you know, they dropped the tech divers first and then dropped the recreational divers. You know, it was recreational divers that were helping, you know, make sure we were up, um, you know, and then walking safely back so that we could, uh, you know, jump off the boat. But yeah, it's a team effort to get in the water. And, you know, especially in my side mount classes, but all of my classes, Hey, try and do it yourself first. If not ask your team for help. Yep. that's what they're for
1: yeah because you're just delaying the team this is a conversation I want to have on another one of these and, and and that's the the plan is but but we'll preface it of you know, I talk about the fact that yeah a lot of the, the the big people again you look up to the people that come back with like all the goods and blah blah blah, blah. I'm pretty sure Ross you get your bailout pulled off you as you're walking up on the boat
2: right yeah yeah it's yeah. too dangerous right. that's, I yep. mean you're no, trying, trying to walk back that. to your seat um uh-huh. you know those guys the guys on the Indy are, are on top of it man they right the second they see you struggle for a second, they're already there. They're already helping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's we what were... I tell
1: my new divers getting on there. I'm like, the guys that you would know that are like all the equipment that you have and everything like that. You're sitting here trying to put your damn stuff on by yourself. And they're going, put it on me, please. Like, go ahead. That goes there. That goes there. I could get it, but it's a little bit tough. You just, it's hot out. Can you just get it for me? Yeah. <laughs> like, I could get it, but it's going to take me too much time. And it's freaking hot out here. And I want to get in the yeah. water.
2: That. A couple, couple weeks ago, we were, uh, We were waiting to to jump on something in the mud hole, and we're sitting out in the sun just baking. And Danny Martinez comes up with the hose and sticks it inside my hood and pulls the trigger, (laughs) and I'm like... I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> it was like instantly that. better. Yeah. Um yeah. never thought of that one. Stick those in your yeah. hood and you just, you know, fill this yeah. up your hood with cool. I just I mean just all that little dumb stuff that the guys just yeah. they they they're there to help. They want to help. Just Yeah. Open your mouth. Don't be shy. They're you I, know. I don't Spray the hose out first
1: before you spray it in the hood because it be <laughs> hot, and hot water light in there.
0: Yeah, be careful on that one. So I don't think, I don't think anybody would give somebody a hard time for asking for help. And you know there's nothing worse. Well, there are some than, people. Well, I mean, you know I, I, there's nothing worse than sitting on a boat in a chop and watching yeah. somebody try to navigate with all their gear to the ladder. And yeah. I'm just going, oh my God! They're gonna smash their teeth into a thousand yep. pieces. Cause, cause well, that's it. Doing, doing it you know. mm-hmm. If you can, if you have the help, take the help.
2: That's it. You I go mean, to I Dutch. Would... You spend your life in Dutch, and boy, I got my picnic table. I can walk six bottles down, and, and all my gear, no problem. Yeah, do it on a boat. Just walk yeah. from one end of the boat with nothing on to the other. And yeah. some of this stuff, yeah, it's, yep. it's wet. That's it. It's a totally yeah. different ball game.
1: I just sit in the lawn chairs.
2: <laughs> yeah. Tommy Mohammed chairs and <laughs> yeah, Tommy Show chairs just sit down there. I mean yeah.
0: it, it, you know, it's it's cool. I'm not I'm not trying to bag in any place in particular, and it's cool to train and train and train and train and train and train. But if you never go out into the ocean, it's like you know, people oh, I wanna climb them. I wanna I'm a climber, I'm a climber, but you only do like the gym wall. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, it, it's just, you know, that's, it, it's, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just.
2: Uh, oh, you said it now. Just, it, just, 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 yeah, just go yeah, with it. You
1: basically said that I'm not a diver because I basically do all my diving up in the St. Lawrence and in the fresh waters of no, the Great no, Lakes. And that's what, that's it, what it, I heard. <laughs> and that's what I heard too. He said <laughs> ocean, right? That's no,
0: all no, he no, said. Not on. I'm just talking about like, uh.
2: Uh, the the, uh no no
0: no, no, the river the river is a different closed
2: spaces i'm
0: I'm referring to organically created swimming pools yes Ah, there you go i like it beautiful so you know i mean again if you know i mean i'm going off into the rabbit hole here but well i want to stay i'll stay on topic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, we'll come back to that topic again
1: we will come back to that that whole thing of being able to take care of yourself and, and training and all that that's a, definitely a topic uh i think in two weeks i got something i think in four weeks that's that's the next thing i really want to do is talk about that once i get the schedule so um trying to figure that whole thing out <laughs> but, but i appreciate it so uh we're gonna go with uh closing closing thoughts because we're right at an hour and last two weeks ago we did two hours and i didn't plan for like 45 minutes and that's apparently I need to start planning for an hour but then it'll be two hours so I'm going to plan yeah, for 45 true. from here on out oh, uh, remember when you said Ross how are we going to get past 20 minutes earlier
2: <laughs> yeah I'm like oh <laughs> yeah. man I can't talk for more
1: than 10 minutes yeah uh-huh. exactly. Dennis to the rescue
2: yeah uh, closing th- thoughts
1: Mr. Ross <laughs>
2: closing thoughts just just don't just don't be stupid Um again don't uh, think past getting in the water try to think past um you know it's not as simple as well can i get in the water it's you know what what are you really risking are you, are you risking your own yourself are you risking the crew on the boat um can you get out of the water when you're done i mean that's a big light for me uh, well I, yeah i could do the dive i never thought about it if i had a problem getting out so, you know just try to see it start to finish and and and, and determine if you can do it don't just think about, ah, oh, just, uh, whatever I got to push through and get in the water because it's not going to get better. Nice. Uh,
1: closing thoughts, Mr. John Cheeseman.
3: Uh, you know, we kind of hit on it earlier, but, uh, you know, rule number one, you know, we always say in open water classes is keep breathing, but we also need to reiterate that any diver can call any dive at any time for any reason without question. Uh, you know, with the caveat that if somebody questions you, you don't have to dive with them. Um, you know, so I mean, take that to heart. Um, I've called dives, you know, two, three, four days out, just going, "Hey, my gear, you know, something's wonky with my gear. I'm not going to play around. I'm not. I don't have time to get it fixed. Get down to the shop, take care of it. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, right there at the dive. Call it a couple of days ahead of time. Um, you know, and also one thing we haven't, um, you know, said. Captain Dennis has kind of hit on this. Uh, you know, so props to him for, you know being willing to call the trip, but, you know, also the captains that, uh, you know, we'll look ahead. Uh, and I'm thinking back to one trip I had specifically, uh, you know, again, down to Moorhead city, you know, we're down there for the week and uh, we've got six days of diving. We're on day two. Uh, Bobby shows up in the bunkhouse at like 7.00 AM going, look guys, weather forecast sucks. It's going to be like this the rest of the week. I don't think we're getting out at all. You go home, you know, no problem even if we go out, I'll still refund your charter. So obviously he's got my business, you know, they're a safe operation and I'll go back with him, you know, in large part because he's willing to call it, you know, he's not going to risk himself. He's not going to risk our lives.
1: Nice. Good deal. Uh, Dennis, Captain Dennis, closing thoughts from you.
0: Well, you know, touch on what John said. If you've got a charter operation that you think is going to put you in the crap, they're putting profits over safety. That's only going to carry them for so long before you get the message. If you suspect that your captain and crew are the type of guys that are giving, give you static by it because you're, um, you're not wanting to dive or you're uncomfortable or, you know, that's not the boat to dive off of. That's not the operation to go with. Um, And the dive industry's, you know, in rough shape. And uh, there's some desperate times considering with the COVID and all this nonsense, but Um, I would just say if you're on a boat, you're completely responsible for your own actions. And if you're not comfortable doing something, it doesn't matter what anybody says. If anybody gives you static on the boat, you don't want to dive on that boat. And if your buddies are giving you static about it, have a chit chat with that on the ride home. If the crew member didn't even address it and just be like, dude, you can make all the jokes you want, but you're using a life support system. There's no room for, you know, it's not like you're, you know, running a couple extra miles where you get tired and you sit there and you, you ride it out. You're making serious decisions. Um, but you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to call it. Um, it, you know, it's in, in the Northeast. I, I, you know, it's probably the last bastion of anybody who might give you a hard time, but, um, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot more mellow than it's been. And this is long before, I even thought about, you know, picking up Avanti Quattro fins back in the day. But, you know, when I first got started diving, I used to hear horror stories about some of these boats. And I'm like, why would anyone want to go on that? So um, I think a lot of that has kind of gone away with it. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's a kinder, kinder and friendlier, gentler diving. <laughs> industry, <I think laughs> so if you have an issue, I don't think you're going to have too much of a problem with,
3: uh,
0: <laughs> you know, <Nice>. sitting down <laughs> and falling beautiful all right well
1: uh as always uh i'm gonna say thank you to you guys pop you guys out say goodbye to the fans then i'll come back and uh sign off with you guys in a minute so thank you very much guys thanks for joining us
2: pleasure thank you Pleasure.
1: all right guys thank you very much for joining us um scott uh i'm glad you could listen all night sometimes we go that long man it's it's pretty crazy uh I am a little jealous, Matt. Um, hopefully we can work something out where I can get into that, uh, that liquor cabinet you got uh, coming up uh, out your way at some point in time. Uh, Brock, great show, guys. Very much enjoyed it. So uh, kudos to everybody who joined us. Uh, it was a little impromptu. Uh, a couple of conversations made this, this show jump ahead of some other ones and, and some scheduling stuff. So I was very, very happy that we could get this one out of the way. And I really want to do the uh, have a conversation very soon about getting help um, from everything. So, uh, guys, I want to thank you very, very much for, uh, joining us as always. Uh, if you're on the YouTube channel over on this side, right over here, you're going to see a subscribe button. Uh, and then the Patreons there, uh, we have the hooded sweatshirts and, uh, the, I'll put a link up for the Patreon. I'll put a link up for the, uh, the glassware um all that sort of stuff uh, anything you can do to help us out we really appreciate it we're working on a bunch of different things and going to throw it out there a little early. There is going to be a drama diving, uh, trips coming up. Uh, most of them will revolve around places where we can get whiskey, uh, and trying to encourage people to come out and kind of expanding out what we got going on. So, uh, not crazy trips by any means, but basically, Hey, we're at this spot. If you want to come and hang out with the people that are on these shows and doing the things, uh, and you're qualified to do those things, come on out unless you need to call the dive, which then that's perfectly fine also. So, Thank you very much. Uh, We really appreciate it. I'm going to put the closing screen up at this point in time and talk to you guys soon. Thank you very much. See you in about two weeks, guys. Take care. Mm